Hey men, and welcome to another episode of Quality Manhood, a show meant for Christian men seeking to understand how to apply God's truth in everyday life. I'm one of your hosts, PJ Burner, along with my other co-host, Kellen Allen. What's up, guys? And we're back with Brandon Meller as well. Hey, hey. thanks for having me. Hey, we are uh, now on, on December 23rd. We're, we're looking at, at Christmas, and then before we know it, it's going to be the, the end of the year. And so I thought it'd be fun for us just to kind of take this episode um, and, and talk about some of our top lists for the year. It doesn't have to be stuff that is new from the last year. Maybe some of it is, but uh, we want to kind of run down what some of our favorite uh, books, podcasts, blogs, gadgets, life hacks, di- different things are that, that we've come across this year. Uh, in hopes that they will benefit you. So uh, we're going to start by talking about some of our top books that we've read this year that have impacted us the most. Brandon or Kellen, do you guys have anything to uh, to add to that list? Yeah, so two books that that I was really impressed by just reading, um, and one of them had to do with the specific ministry that I'm in is the, the college ministry, but it's a book called 10 Things Every Christian Should Know for College, and it was written by Austin Gentry. And really what this book did is gave you 10 simple steps on how to prepare your college student before you send them out to campus, uh, knowing that he's going to be, or he or she is going to be, you know, confronted with a lot of different worldviews and a lot of people trying to shake their faith. And so these are ways that they can prepare and uh, very practical uh, things to do. So I thought that was interesting. I was able to share that with uh, quite a few of my students, uh, and that was good. The the other book that I, I was excited about this year was one that I was reading for seminary, and it was uh, it's called Getting the Message, A Plan for Interpreting and Applying the Bible, uh, which, of course, has to do with hermeneutics and so how to be able to ra- read the Bible properly and read the context and understand, like, just reading a verse and feeling good about it is it, not reading the Bible. And so that was a good thing to, to read this year and uh, two books that, that I was excited about. Awesome. Brandon, how about you? Yeah, uh, a couple different books. Um, I really enjoyed Albert Moeller's book, The Prayer That Turned the World Upside Down. Really good book. Kind of a quick read, but just a good book. Uh, it was one I read earlier in the year that I really enjoyed. Um, I've been doing. I've been reading a lot of uh, D.A. Carson. Um, so uh, just just things by him. I know I've been reading The God Who Is There. Really good book, just to kind of go through and kind of work your way through. So those kind of things. Uh, shameless plug here, maybe for our senior pastor, Raising Men, Not Boys. Great yep. book. Pastor That's, Mike Fabares. Pastor Mike Fabares. Really, really good book. If you got sons, you know, check that out as well. So and the list goes on and on, but yeah. uh, a lot of good books out there. Yeah, one that uh, that I've read and, and taken our leaders through in a couple of our ministries is The Power of Prayer by R.A. Torrey. Uh, an older book, much older book, but uh, so impactful. And uh, one of the things that I love in there, just as a little nugget from that book, that he talks about is that prayer has the access to the omnipotence of God, to the all-powerfulness of God, that that prayer is really unlimited in what it can do, because what we're doing is we're asking the God who can do all things uh, to act. And he's going to act, obviously, for his name and for his glory. This isn't name it, claim it. But it's just, uh, this whole book is just a good reminder of uh, the tool that we have at our disposal in prayer. Another one uh, out there for you, just thinking about apologetics and defending the faith, is a book called True for You But Not for Me by Paul Copen. True for You But Not for Me by Paul Copen. That one's great uh, for dealing with some of those responses that we get from people that say, well, that's great that you believe in Christianity, but that's not really for me. Or those that want to embrace a, a relativistic mindset that says, well, you know, everything, uh, all roads lead to heaven, and, and you do you, and I'll do you know, my thing over here. 
and uh, and it's it's uh, very helpful in bite-sized chapters in there to deal with those objections. Um, men, one that you should pick up and have on your shelf without question is The Exemplary Husband uh, by Stuart Scott. That is a, a great resource, um, and really it's a, a, a resource manual for you. It's, it's going to cover all kinds of different things, uh, subjects from communication to anger to um, sex to raising kids to everything else when it, when it comes to your marriage, and it's a great uh, look through a biblical lens is, is what those things should look like. So The Exemplary Husband by Stuart Scott. That's, I don't know how many that is, probably at least 10. but Several. Yeah, and, and uh, would love for you guys to, to maybe check some of those books out. Uh, Arnold Dallimore has great biographies, some small ones on Spurgeon and George Whitfield. If you're into biographies, those are great books to pick up as well. But um, maybe you didn't read a, a ton this year. May, make it your goal this next year to read one more book than you read this year. Uh, and, uh, and maybe some of these can be uh, a help on, uh, on stacking your library up for the, the next uh, calendar year. How about podcasts? Let's talk about the, what we're doing right here. And uh, we're assuming that, that this is on everybody's list because you're it listening was on to mine. it right now. It was on mine. It's, it's on Kellen's. It's on Brandon's. <laughs> I, I sw- it's on mine, I swear. And, uh, but uh, outside of this, we want to talk about some other good podcasts that you guys can be listening to uh, that were some that were impactful for us this past year. Yeah, there's a, there's a handful. I, I love podcasts. Um, one I think that's, that I actually just kind of stumbled upon recently is a podcast called Cultish. If anybody's heard this, but actually stumbled upon it just because in my curiosity of Kanye West and kind of what's going on with him and you know everything, there was a, an episode about him and kind of just in, in just really kind of doing a deep dive on on some of the things that are going on in his life and wind up stumbling on a few other episodes that they have. And it's 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 a it's a unique podcast, uh, you know, uh, orchestrated by a couple of Christian guys who are kind of taking just a deep dive look at you know different you know cults in America and different kind of things. Really really fascinating uh, kind of listen uh, to hear what they have to say. Awesome. Kellen, how about you? Uh, a couple that I have is uh, one of my go-tos that I get a chance to listen to every week is uh, Not Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, uh, Dr. Frank Turek. So it's a, really an apologetics podcast, and it's really cool to hear just some of the situations that he's been in, the questions that he's been asking, and how he just navigates through uh, these conversations and objections. So that's a great one. Uh, it comes out about once a week. And then also... Uh, one that is not necessarily uh, biblical or, or apologetics, but more from a, a sports standpoint. And I know this is a pretty funny one because people might have different perspectives about him, but he's interesting. Is uh, Stephen A. Smith? I no. listened to him. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you're going that way too. Yeah, but I mean, he, he gets on a lot of people's nerves, and even my wife, like when she hears him, she's like, "What? How do you listen to him? Like he's loud." And I'm like, "I know. I, it just he's he's passionate about it." So. Uh, not to get too much on Stephen A. Smith, uh, but you know I, I like sports, and I always am curious to hear what he has to say. And even in the tone he has to say it is pretty funny. Hey, Kellen, we've got an episode of Quality Manhood podcast on sports that maybe you should listen to. Um, <laughs> I know, I should. I'm going to go back. And, uh, and stop listening to Stephen A. Um, hey, a couple other ones, though. Uh, we've got one here at Compass that is put out as well called Thriving Marriage with Pastor Mark uh, Kelly and his wife, Bethany, and a great podcast for you men to tune into to, to get a good perspective from both sides of the, the table there on some key issues in marriage. So again, Thriving Marriage, it's a great one to listen to. Uh, five Minutes in Church History is just what it sounds like. It's a short one. It's uh, with Professor Stephen Nichols, Dr. Stephen Nichols, um, and he's going to tackle uh, key elements of, of church history, and it's a great way to kind of get your foot uh, in the, the shallow end to, to put your toe in the water on, on church history and maybe learn more as, as something piques your interest and you can take off and, and pursue more of that. 
Um, another one that uh, is out there that I've come across recently is called Redeeming Productivity. Uh, redeeming Productivity. And that one uh, is uh, uh, kind of along the lines of the, the mindset of getting things done and books like that, but it's, it's from a biblical point of view. Um, and, uh, and so that's a, a, a good one to tune into and listen to. He's got some good interviews on there, including an interview with Tim Challies, also an interview with Adam Ford, who was the founder of the Babylon Bee, and then now runs a news website called Discern, D-I-S-R-N, um, which is a, another good resource, but uh, that's on that podcast, Redeeming Productivity. Yeah, I throw in too, just kind of a plug for for some folks here at, at our church. Uh, man, if you want to tell your wives or you know girlfriends, women in faith is another podcast you could look up. It's a brand new podcast uh, that uh, 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 Stephanie Schwartz, the director of women's ministry here at Compass Bible Church, has just launched, and a lot of really good you know Christian truths in there, and, and the more basic stuff, and kind of can help you know kind of help work through the Christian life, and uh, so check that out, women in faith as well. Awesome. And then, of course, guys, uh, we assume you know of uh, Al Moeller's Al uh, The Briefing, which is a, a daily podcast that's good to tune into. Uh, Wretched Radio has some good things out there as well with Todd Friel. Um, and so there's there's a plethora of podcasts out there for you to tune into. We're grateful that you listen to this one. Um, but hopefully these are, are some more that you can add to your your rotation, add to your repertoire there. How about blogs? Uh, the, the world of blogs is kind of an interesting one, maybe one that we're uh, phasing out of maybe as a culture, maybe even podcast is kind of pushing blogs out of the, the realm, but there are still some good ones out there that can be helpful for you. Um, number one, let me suggest uh, a resource called Feedly, F-E-E-D-L-Y. Um, Feedly is a, a free uh, source that you can grab and basically it will feed all of your podcasts or all, sorry, all of your blogs that you frequent into one source. So you can read all of the articles in one source. You don't have to click on all these different bookmarks or anything else like that. Feedly is what it's called. Uh, but some top blogs, some of the blogs that I go to, number one, I, I mentioned that Redeeming Productivity podcast. He has a blog as well, um, which is helpful uh, to, to, uh, to go to and check out. He's got some articles on there, again, on how as Christians should we look at productivity. Um, another one is a blog called For the Church, uh, For the Church, and that one has uh, links on uh, articles such as What Should I Think About During Communion, During the Lord's Supper, um, Another article on here, a devotional article called What Did Mary Actually Know? Um, uh, one on, on George Whitfield. So just some, some helpful things on that blog for the church that will be uh, more of a devotional. Uh, similarly as well, The Cripplegate is another one that's helpful um, on those lines uh, for you guys as far as devotional blogs go out there. How about Brandon and Kellen? Do you guys frequent any uh, specific blogs? Yeah, I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a blog guy anymore. My, my blogging is Twitter, right? So okay. following... You know, if you use Twitter, I'm a huge proponent of Twitter if it's used right. If it's not used right, it's horrible. If it's used correctly, it's amazing. And if you follow the right people, so do some investigation, look at people who you know and trust and see who they follow, follow those people. And what, what we where we live in now is a society where using social media like Twitter, those 140 plus characters, that's your blog, right? So people are posting their thoughts, their links to different things, that kind of stuff. So I really kind of just keep my Twitter, you know, follower, you know, follower list very curated and very specific to who I want to keep tabs on and see what they're sharing. And I can get so much information that local yeah. news, national news, Christian news, this is what's going on here. So I use that in place of browsing blogs, but I'm, I'm sitting here typing out the ones as you're saying those on air. Yeah. I'm going to check those out as well too. So cool. yeah, Twitter's a great feed. It's a great resource. It's a good resource to stay up to date to what's going on. Right. Uh, that's it's more of a consuming than a producing platform. Correct. Yeah. Just follow the uh, right people. I cannot say enough about yeah. follow the right people because right. right. it can be not great if you're not 
Right. How about, uh, here's another blog for you guys to throw out there. Again, it, it's not necessarily a biblical blog, but there's some, some good concepts on there and it's kind of a fun blog to poke around on. It's called the art of manliness, the art of manliness. And so if you go to the art of manliness.com, um, the, the blog is, uh, linked from there as well. Um, they've got one on how to carry fire right here. Uh, that's, that, that's interesting because all of us need to carry fire, right? I've seen ones on like, how do I break out of my car if I'm sinking in water? Um, you know, how very specific ones. Here's one. Here's one on how and when to tuck in your shirt. Yeah. Right. And they've got a podcast. I see they've got a podcast. They do have a podcast as well. Um, here we'll leave that one alone. Um, if how to wear a suit without a tie, uh, how to shine your shoes. I mean, guys, this is like all the stuff that if you didn't have a dad that showed you how to do this stuff, the art of manliness is here for you to help you. So, uh, (laughs) that's just kind of a fun uh, not like yeah. spiritual blog at yeah. all, but it's it's got some fun stuff. I, li- I like this headline I see here. Want to feel like a man? Then act like one. Exactly. That's right? pretty good. That's biblical. That's biblical. Straight to Paul the point. Paul says in First Corinthians, we're yeah. supposed to act like men, yeah. right? So That's our good. manliness. There you go, guys. Uh, how about let's talk about some some gadgets, some tech out there that we've uh, benefited from over the past year. Uh, anything that you guys have picked up that has just helped your productivity or just been a, a fun thing that you've had over this last year. Yeah, I'll go fun thing first. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the little Google Home, the little Nest, the little Nest Minis, they call them now, the little pucks. I by guess the way, we're not them. sponsored by any of these products. Yeah. But if anybody from these companies is listening and wants to sponsor us, I'm about to that. I'm about to do a sales pitch right now we, for the Nest Mini and how you can turn your home. Yeah, you can turn your home into this just music playing, podcast playing, amazing synced audio throughout the different rooms of your home. Which is, what, which is what I've done. Well, can, I, can I ask you just one thing? Yes. Do, do your kids abuse that? Because we had one yeah. in my they're house. Not, they're not allowed okay. to talk to this thing without permission at this point. I so, took mine out of my house because yeah, of that. Yeah, so they're getting older where it's it, they, they understand. But I we can say, hey, hey, Google, play so-and-so on home, and then every single room in the house has got the, got the music jamming, and it is That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's we cool. Use, we use the Amazon version yeah, of that. Same thing. And, uh, yeah. But on the, your point, Kellen, my three-year-old says, "Yexa, yes. Yexa, play yes. Christmas." Yes, right. So, yeah. In fact, um, I actually even got. So I have a seven-year-old and a t- now ten-year-old. I I got both of them one for Christmas. That's a Christmas gift. Wow. So if they're listening to this, hopefully they're not. They're going to get a spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> well, they've already gotten it now. There you go. But yeah, so it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, this is past. No, it's yeah. not. It's the twenty-third. That's right. So, uh, so it's not, hopefully they're not listening right now. Not. But that's what they're getting. Um, yeah, and people that are like, dude, people are listening to what's going on in your house. It's like, okay, what are you doing? Like, yeah. are you meeting with Russia? Are you exactly? Like, what, I got another night. So, do you need to be impeached? Right I'm now? really not that interesting. Yeah. So, if Google's really, really so wanting to know what I'm up to, it's punishing them to listen to exactly, us. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Kellen, how about you? Uh, so this year I got a, a hypervolt, and a lot of people probably won't know what that means, but basically it's like a, a massage gun, if you will. Uh, so anytime that I'm sore or want to you know warm up my legs to work out i guess i don't have to run to work out or to warm up anymore i can just click on this hyperbole rub it up and down my legs a couple times and they're they're warm um and they're ready to go so it's it's almost a lazy man's tool because i don't like cardio i was just thinking i was like Wait yeah a it's yeah kind of tool. it replaces cardio but it gets me warmed up so i, I like it and I, I use it a lot um but that's been a gadget that has been really handy this year. I w- the other thing, I wouldn't quite call it a gadget, but it's probably my favorite toy in the house is uh, my smoker. And uh, when I get the opportunity to use that, and I know people in California might have their thoughts on you know, air pollution and all that, I think it's 
beautiful air pollution is right. what I would call it. Right. The smoke it's, from mm. a smoking pit. Uh, had a chance to use that this year quite a few times, and it's been lovely every time. Awesome. And Brandon and I both have the Traeger. That's right. right? And we are proponents of the Traeger. We are big. We might need to do a, a meat smoking don't, don't podcast episode at some point. That would be amazing. Yeah. The, we'll lose all of our I, I had the greatest Thanksgiving meal of my life this year. I smoked a giant pork shoulder on my Traeger, on Traeger. and it was incredible. Yeah. I, I went to Texas, and let me just say this, for Thanksgiving, and I went to a barbecue restaurant, and they had six smokers outside just going and you have to walk through the smokers to get into the restaurant that's true barbecue dude when you walk out smelling like smoke it's a, yeah. it's, it's it, it awesome works. man yeah there's no place like that in california no you just yeah no it's like chilies yeah that's basically <laughs> yeah. what you get when you go to a barbecue restaurant in california is chilies um yeah for me I, french press i got a french press this mm. year and kind of went back to that for making coffee and it it uh, it just brings joy to my heart it stirs my affection for christ to uh make coffee in my french press every day um what about uh what about some life hacks right so there might be guys out there going man i do this every time and it's so hard and if there was an easier way to do this i would love to do that what are some top life hacks that we've come across this year kellen i know that you are itching to go on this one yeah i'm, I'm leaning in on this one because i just want to be transparent when you asked when you just told me we were going to speak about life hacks i was like oh, okay cool yeah, well, and i had to bring out my phone because i had no idea what a life hack was absolutely no idea and i'm like what is it? are we robbing people now we're we talking about that like i don't i don't know what that is but when i did google search what a life hack was i, I got just sucked in it's a black hole it it's, is a black hole yes. i mean some of this stuff is funny like a couple of them that i'll just call out is uh one is like they, somebody said, if you want to keep your pizza hot while driving home, turn on your seat warmers and place your pizza box on that. It's like, what? Is Genius. That, is that even a thing? And then the other person, since we all like coffee here, is like, you know, so coffee doesn't get watered down. You freeze old cold coffee and have coffee cubes. And then that way when you're, you know, cold coffee gets colder, it doesn't get watered down. It just enhances the flavor of coffee even more. And I was like... That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, these life hacks were new to me, but uh, I don't have one just yet that I've adopted, but I, I will here soon. That's awesome. I, I like this one. Uh, and for any of our, our listeners who may be in college or maybe it's just your, your house at home, does your dorm room smell bad? Tape a dryer sheet over the AC unit and turn it on. Bingo. Forget why it smells bad. Don't, don't worry about that. Just, no question. Just cover yeah. it up. Just yeah. tape a dryer sheet no over the AC. Yeah, I'm going to do that a, at That's at no home. problem at all. Yeah. In my kids' yeah. rooms, I'm going to take dryer sheets yeah. and just strap them to the vents. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Th- this is my own life hack. Every single food item that it is a dessert – Needs to be cold. Okay? Interesting. Every single one. I can't think of a single Dude, dessert item. I, apple pie. I, don't, I, don't, I disagree with that. Fresh apple pie when you're eating right there, yes. But chocolate later on, cookies. leftover chocolate chip cookies, cold. Oh, man, no, they're so no, much no, better. No, no, no. They're no, no, so no. much what? better. Brownies. Brownies, cold. Now, not now. fresh out of the oven, yes. That's a whole different ballgame. But when you're talking about moving past that. I don't think this is a life hack. And, no, yeah, it's a life hack. I'm telling you, give it's it a, a shot. Hack. Give it a shot. It. Cold desserts. People know that about me. Yeah, yeah. Another one that 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 uh, I've actually employed that's helped me is when uh, men, when you're ironing your your button up shirts, right, your dress shirts. If you turn it inside out, you can iron over the, those button mm. sides super easily because then they're, you're not having to like 
go in and out like you're weaving through driving cones or anything else that's like good. that. It's, it's good. Uh, it makes it super easy to just iron yeah. over the whole thing together. How about putting your phone in a bowl or a cup to amplify the sound if you're playing something on the phone? That's yeah, a good one, too. That's smart. Yeah. If you don't have a Bluetooth speaker at home. If you like don't. Yeah, yeah, home true. or Alexa. Yeah, which, right? yeah, which I don't need to do that, but right. you one, can if need be. One person said, and I think this is the first one I'll adopt off of this site, is when you get done with the old ketchup bottle, uh, use that as your your pancake dispenser. Like, make a lot of pancakes for my kids, and it's always a mess Amazing. trying to pour it from a bowl. Uh, but yeah, you just squirt it in there. That's, that's genius. Whoever thought of that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so many life hacks. This one, man, bounce batteries to see if they're good or bad. Drop them on a that table was from weird. about six inches. I saw inches. that one. Yeah. It says if they give a small bounce and fall right over, they're good. If they bounce around any more than that, they're dead or on the way out. Like that seems so incredibly subjective. Was I've that never a small s- bounce or was that a lot of bounces? I've never seen yeah. a bouncy battery though. Like yeah. who does that? That's yeah, that's not okay. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I wouldn't do that at all. Just get new batteries if you're new at batteries. the point of trying to test it. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, life hacks. Some of them are good. Some of them are just ridiculous. But uh, they're out there. And like Kellen said, it's a black hole. If yeah. you end up googling life hacks, then yeah. kiss the next half an hour to an yeah. hour away of your life goodbye because you're just gonna be looking at them. What can I do? How can I do this? Well, hey guys, we are uh, so thankful that you guys listen to this podcast. And hopefully, over this last uh, four months or so, it's it's been a benefit to you. Uh, we've loved doing it. And if if you're enjoying this, we'd love for you to jump on whatever platform that you listen to us on and review the podcast. Give it a like. Give it a share. Uh, because that helps uh, boost our, our awareness out there and, uh, and helps us to, to gain more listeners. But um, we know the New Year's coming up, guys. We're going to be praying for you for the rest of this, this uh, Christmas season as, uh, as you enjoy it with your family. Hopefully it's a, a, a joyful Christmas, a Merry Christmas for you. As we talked about last episode, that you will have opportunities to, uh, to be joyful, to share Christ with the lost this year, and to, uh, to really make an impact and redeem this season well. And uh, yeah, maybe you'll go out and pick up some of these uh, books or uh, follow some of these podcasts or blogs that we've talked about and uh, we will see you again next week.